And welcome to Inside Baseball with Old Chestnut. I'm Liam Allen with Morris Sex. Happy Halloween, MB. Happy Halloween, my friend. How are you? Ah, uh, just great. Just great. Another week ripping off all time highs. Ain't no life looking in grand. the rearview mirror. Ain't life what a time grand. to be alive. What a time to be alive. So let's get the important stuff out of the way. What's uh what's Fiona going as is for Halloween? A sheep. Really? Okay. My and my wife is going as the Virgin Mary. Mary had a little lamb. Oh, I get right. it. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a little slow on the uptick. Trust me. <laughs> I had to, I had to stop and digest it as well. Virgin the, Mary and her little lamb. Okay. What's uh? You want to know what DJ Sal's going as? Oh my God! Please. <laughs> a guy with a midlife crisis. <laughs> <laughs> And he's paying people to watch, <laughs> you know, he's I paid a, 20 bucks for a costume. <laughs> he's, uh, you know, um, I, uh, I want to think about this. I want to pull on this thread at some point because, um, I don't know if he mentioned it last week, but one of these blogs, was it the Heisenberg blog? Hindenburg, off, yeah, Hindenburg, Hindenburg yeah. research, Hindenburg, yeah, Heisenberg, yeah. Mm-hmm, Iceberg, mm-hmm, Goldberg, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. um, they offered a million bucks for information about Tether's portfolio. Yes. Okay. So I'm thinking, I'm trying to figure out how to kind of entice someone to spill the beans on this, mm-hmm. this gig. So, um, I was out, uh, and, and, and don't jump on this comment. I was out in the yard this afternoon practicing my cornhole game. Mm-hmm. And um, no mm-hmm. jokes. Okay. Uh, and I was mulling over the best way to go about getting the dirt on this thing. So uh, before I shoot my mouth off and uh, uh, cause irreparable harm, let me let me mull on this for a week because okay. I, I do actually, I I do actually have a band of people behind me, kind of. Wondering oh, a, a lot. I cannot, I can, I can only imagine. I think I came up with a pretty good idea, but I want to bounce it off a couple okay. of other people before I go live on it. Lots of lawyers. Um, uh, so, uh, you know, I, I, as we talk about, we generally do very little preparation for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, uh, I had sort of done less preparation than normal this week. I I don't know. Did I tell you I I crashed last Sunday? You did. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I've been convalescing a little bit, which uh, you know, at, at my age, when you fall, you you have to you have to be very careful. You so, had mentioned increasing your drinking. Well, I I wasn't drinking and riding, but um, uh, you know I. I I think I've been drinking sort of the same amount. I'm I'm having body image issues because because uh, um, I've gained all this weight mm-hmm. since I've been riding less. Um, Slovenly. Yeah. Well, you know, um, I'll be back on the bike in no time. In fact, mm-hmm. I'm going to be riding so much I bought two bikes this week. <laughs> it's part of the uh, old chestnut stimulus package. Amazing. Ah. Shovel ready. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, before I forget, uh, we have gone and put up a website. Indeed. Do you, um, do you happen to recall the address? Because I fucked the first one up. You know, inside baseball, you know, I, can't, I don't. Inside okay, well, base- we'll get it. In, in, no, we'll no, get no, 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 no. InsideBaseballCast.com. Inside Baseball, you think I'd know this. Inside Baseball with Old Chestnut Pod.com. Inside Baseball with Old Chestnut Pod.com. 
that that just rolls off the tongue. Rolls, it? Yeah, it's smooth as silk. The reason why it's not something easily understandable is I bought it like six months ago, and now <laughs> I can't remember the fucking password. <laughs> funny how that works. <laughs> yeah, really funny. Um, anyway, uh, let's just say, even if we if you got that right, can you post the absolutely the okay yes because um we're going to try and make this a multimedia presentation mm-hmm. um you don't have to follow along necessarily but uh, old chestnuts put up some uh things up there that we might refer to and uh just to show you we're trying to move into the 20th century um maybe one three, day we'll get to the 21st three 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 to four out of ten things that are proposed to go on the website get declined by management <laughs> you know um did i tell you there's a comment section i i'm terrified I, okay that's your <laughs> that's and i i believe you also said something about you being the moderator and the, I'm the, and the, mo- I'm, the, I'm moni- the monitor the yeah. monitor yeah <laughs> okay yeah so there's your shot to, oh, to fire away so oh, anyway um now that all the the yucks are out of the way mm-hmm. um i i there's a lot of stuff that's kind of accumulated in the zeitgeist here in the last 36 hours, I think might be worth talking about. Um, you had sent me something. So basically just so everyone knows the writers sent up the first script and we did the dress rehearsal. And then this bit of news you sent me came across and I sent everything back for complete rewrite. Facts changed. Yes. So, uh, this is cold. So what was the, uh, the little thing you sent me about Tether? Oh, their statement? Oh, it was beautiful. Um, I've got a couple of uh, Ivy League sources. These are law guys, um, professors at un, un, unnamed schools um, that they just, uh, you know, I, you, read, you can read endless amounts of stuff on this, but the things that catch my eye are some of my favorite keywords. And today, lo and behold, finally, long-term capital management entered the chat. So I had to, you know, really, you know, open this up and it says, you know, I'll just read briefly the headline. Tether's website says that basis trading, perhaps most famous for blowing up LTCM and being rapidly unwound in the treasury market in March 2020, is, quote unquote, risk free on a technical level. That's from Tether's website. That's their their statement. Read, quote, quote, quote. So you sent that to me and, you know, you you pulled the cork out of the bottle mm-hmm. so you can't get this genie back in um the one thing i went to their website and uh let's see if i can find this thing because i'm i'm really uh i'm really challenged um it was talking about how uh tether is uh transparent yes that was a beautiful sentence yeah I don't mm-hmm. know that I'm going to be able to find it on uh, on this thing, which is too bad because uh, um, let me see if I can. Here it is. USDT, I guess that's mm-hmm, Tether, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is fully backed, <clears throat> bullshit, transparent, bullshit, and easy to use. Yeah, well, that I don't know. Right. Um, so... Uh, I don't know really quite how to unpack this, um, but as um, one of our readers wrote, um, he basically said, uh, what you do is you uh, people give you uh, um, a dollar and you give yep. them a dollar tether, right? Yep. And then uh, people will give them tether and they'll give them 8%. And what this effectively does is it's this giant Ponzi scheme because you get a dollar and you give back somebody eight cents. Can I read it? Can I read it? Sure. It's all about the yield for lending the coins, which is a key point. If you aren't fully backed, what's a great way to keep flows and prevent withdrawals? Pay people. Wait, that's what Madoff did. So you sell a coin and get a dollar. 
you then borrow that coin back and pay 8% interest in coin while you hold the coin. So nothing has happened except you have a dollar. The counterparty has some kind of claim on a coin and you pay out 8 cents in coin. Each coin sold and reborrowed supports 12 coin sales for $12, which in turn support 96 coin sales. It's an infinite money machine, also known as a Ponzi scheme. There you go. We'd like to thank um, Big Ed for that. Um, and legal so, for clearing it. Yeah, and compliance. Um, so uh, there's this thing um, that happened right before the subprime crisis took off. I was in a risk meeting and somebody showed me a product that was rated AAA by Moody's and Standard & Poor's. It was called the Constant Proportion Debt Obligation, also known as a CPDO. And this is one of these things I put up on our website. And I think I might have mentioned uh, this in the past. And, and so to repeat it, uh, just so we're clear, this was a product that was structured such that if the underlying uh, asset in the trust went against you, you just did more of it. Mm -hmm. And the second I saw that thing, I'm like, it's, it's over. It's just a matter of time until this thing blows up. And so when I saw in the middle of the week that uh, coin named after that Japanese dog, yeah, the Shibu Shiba, yeah, Shibu coin. Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, okay. Well, that that was up by like 100% in a week. It's worth more than a billion dollars or something like that. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. That to me was like, okay, you know, you just can't look at this anymore. And so um, last night, uh, Cheryl and I were invited to a uh, a local cocktail party, and I bumped into a man that uh, I know through my friend Peter, the fellow I did the mm -hmm. Matterhorn with. And mm -hmm. um, he's Irish too, like you. Maybe you know him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? Okay, because like, I'm Jewish. We, we all know each other. Right, yep. Um, at least me and the six other Jews that run the world. <laughs> <laughs> I got to finish up because my term's up at the end of this year. <laughs> but, the, but then my brother I was going to say, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. And after... After um after him it's my sister but boy, mm -hmm. you know, she's gonna be a ballbuster. <laughs> uh, um, but I digress. Okay, so I see this fellow mm -hmm. at the cocktail party, and he's six years younger than me, but from Illinois, board of trade, Charlie D. Yep, like yep. okay, speaks your language, the, the whole thing. Got and, it. Uh, so they our old school basis traders. And so um, after we were both excited to see each other, because, you know, you're at a cocktail party, so guys like us don't know anybody. So right, of, of course, course we right. glam onto each other. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I said, uh, you guys aren't trading this crypto shit, are you? And he's like, no, no. But I'm starting to wonder if maybe there isn't some, like, basis trade stuff to do. And I said, it's funny you should mention that because uh, you're really, of all the people I know that I've talked to recently, you have a firm understanding of how the basis trade works. Mm -hmm. And so we talked about how you have one side as a futures contract and the other side is the underlying security mm -hmm. or whatever, yep, uh, yep. whether it's beans or bonds. Okay, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So guys like he and I are in the weeds on this stuff, meaning uh, we know the, the technical nature of a futures contract and the technical nature of the underlying security, right? And so as we discussed what happens, especially now where you have this uh, ETF yeah. that goes off of the futures contract, right? So the futures side, they don't give a shit any, about anything other than where the price closes and that yep. you come up with the margin. Right. So on the other side, you have this security. And in this case, it's Bitcoin. But if we're talking about five-year futures or November beans, you have 
yeah. these things on the other side, yeah. right? Yeah. So when you come to expiration, the 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 exchange doesn't give a shit. It's like, you know that thing, pay me right fucking now. Yep. yep. Okay. And so the people who own the Bitcoin, if something happens to that, they're on the hook. And now you introduce this notion of tether. Okay. Let's talk about tether for a minute. Guaranteed, 98.5% guaranteed, it's fraud. Okay. I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. Because any time in the history of mankind, okay, where people haven't been the open kimono, okay, about financial uh, integrity, it's been fraud. Yep. Now, we're not talking about the recipe to Coca-Cola, mm-hmm. right? We're mm-hmm. talking about you got $80 billion in assets. What did you do with it? So you got fined by state of New York, right? Pennies. You got fined by the CFTC, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let me guess. Like, because you didn't do anything wrong? Right. Yep. So, I, I, you know, I, I like to talk about my own ex- personal experiences with things like this in the past, you know, and uh, um, the best part is it kills a bunch of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So uh, one of the very few business successes I had was in this airport stuff, you may mm-hmm. recall. Mm-hmm. And so uh, in I up until the financial crisis, I was just sort of a passive investor of the thing. Come the financial crisis, I kind of got involved with one of the other partners. Um, we had to kind of make some decisions and, and that sort of thing. But uh, our one of the businesses was we would come in and we would run airports. So, for instance, Westchester County Airport was mm-hmm. one of the uh, airports we would we would manage. Yep. And so, what do I mean by that? Well, our company would plow the snow, clean the bathrooms, put the toilet paper in, change the light bulbs. In some cases, we would do underwing luggage, you know, those kind of things. It depends Mm -hmm. on the airport. We would do different things. One of the airports, and I thought this was pretty cool, we managed was Moffett Field in um, Silicon Valley. It was Google's airport. Okay. And, uh, you know, they had this huge hangar with NASA, and and that was all really pretty cool, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Anyway, one day, this San Bernardino airport calls us up and says, we'd like you to manage the airport for us. And, you know, great, because every airport we added, it was accretive. The thing was, the guy they wanted us to hire to be the local manager, the guy had hair on him. Mm-hmm. He had some problem back in the 80s with like Braniff. And uh, he was like barred from the industry by the FAA, Ugh. you know, did yep. his, his uh, uh, you know, penance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he was in touch with one of the local politicians. But in order for us to get the contract, we needed to hire the guy. He was part of the package. Yeah. So, you know, we we went on and on about this in a board meeting because, you know, when you deal with the airport stuff, you got to be clean as a preacher sheet kind mm-hmm. of thing, right? Because it's a very, very specific uh, yep. industry. There are very few people who do it. The barriers to entry are very high. The, the the bar to get over to stay is very high. And so, you know, we're, we're very cautious. And so we had hours of discussions about whether we wanted to take this. And then, of course, and uh, uh, I guess I better put my politically correct muffs on, but it was a big debate whether we mm-hmm, wanted to mm-hmm. hire somebody with a checkered past, right? Yep, yep. And so uh, I don't remember which guys thought it was a bad idea, which guys thought it was a good idea. 
But in the end, we decided to take the contract and we were going to pay special attention to this situation, right? Okay. Long story short, 18 months later, we get a phone call. The FBI is there, you know, 20 guys with the FBI jackets, yep. taking boxes and computers. Mm-hmm. And then the guy perpetrated a fraud, right? Uh, yep. So now does that mean every person who did something wrong in their life is going to do it again? No. But when you see them in a business and they won't tell you what they're doing, right? And they lie to the government they and they're paying fines. Yep. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. So um, let's see. On one hand, you have uh, Jamie Diamond, you have Charlie Munger. Um, at one point, you had Stanley Druckenmuller, right? Going, I don't know. This thing is just wrong. Right? Jamie Dimon said he would fire anyone okay, like JP okay. Morgan that talked okay. about crypto on the desk like 24 months ago. Right. So the people pro are, you know, Novogratz, the Winklevi, Sailor. Sailor. Yep. Okay. By the way, all of Kath- which. Kathy Wood. All of which have a vested interest in pushing the thing Elon higher. Elon Musk. Right. Well, take Musk out. He's he's in outer space. Dude, um, you know that like Matt Damon getting on board like I made, saw that. made I the saw news? That. Yeah. Morris, that's like on the five o'clock news. Yeah. Are you kidding yeah. me? So, you know, you may recall back when I said the 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 um Elizabeth Holmes thing was a fraud. I don't know. I do. And I'm like, let me guess. The board of directors is Mad Dog Mattis, <laughs> George Schultz, <laughs> yep. Henry Kissinger. Henry Kissinger. <laughs> I mean, come on. Are you you have to, where's you have to I you can't make it up, man. Yeah. So let's be honest, okay? You're right now, Gensler, Elizabeth Warren. Janet Yellen, you fucking own this. Yeah. Okay. When this goes south, your watch, yep. you own it. And yep. uh, uh, am I an angry old man? I, you know, maybe, maybe, but, you know, I got trained a certain way. All right. And that's to ask the questions. And so there are so many financial frauds that have been perpetrated in... Um, my lifetime. And even in the book, um, that book uh, by Vega, the uh, from uh, 14-something. Okay, yeah, yeah, the one in Italian that you've... Uh... Yeah, I think it was Portuguese. Okay, Portuguese, right, right, yeah. You yeah, the original I, I fucking can't remember the yeah, name. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, they talk about how somebody took a pile of sand, okay, Mm-hmm. And they covered it in grain. Beautiful. <laughs> and they basically sold it to somebody. Yeah. So that's yeah, six hundred years ago. Right. Right. Confusion of confusions. Last week, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Okay. And and the modern day example of that is the great salad oil swindle, which oh, I like that one. Do you remember that one? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, Warehouses just, full in Jersey. Yeah. 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 So uh, it's a fraud, and. With all these basis trading and the lending, there's going to be cascading series of failures, and uh, yeah, that's that's yeah. how it's going to end. And they're yep. taking everybody down with them. Well, is there just enough money going around now that it, that it'll be fun for a while? And, and oh yeah, well, here's the other thing I was thinking about. Um, so uh, remember, like I had this discussion with you, like I couldn't look myself in the mirror and tell Cheryl I you know, had a million bucks in Bitcoin and somebody stole it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, that you know, ended my crypto career. The, the flip side of this thing is uh, if I'm just your average guy, I'm all over this stuff because it's better odds than the lottery. It's incredible. So, so get this. I got high school kids mopping the floor with my book. <laughs> It's it's soul crushing, Morris. <laughs> yeah. The uh, so Sunday I'm out riding with Jason. There's a reason for this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jason, 
Mike, Shannon, myself. So mm -hmm. basically four Leadville guys. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Right, on, right. Yep. Okay. Well, on the descents, I'm coming off the back, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But on the flats and then the climbs, I, I can catch up, right? Yep. So anyway, I kind of go through a blind off-camber turn. I hit a rock. The rock rolls. Land on my knee, on my wrist. Blood, yada, yada, yada. Okay. So uh, I'm like, oh, fuck. I knew I broke something. Right? Yeah. And uh, I'm like, okay, now what? And Jason gets out the map and he says, oh, we're only about four miles from the car. Yeah. But we're in the desert, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking, well, how the fuck am I getting out of here? Well, mm -hmm. it, with Jason. So I rode out, right? Mm -hmm. Which was just fucking awesome. There's blood mm -hmm. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So they take me to like the minute clinic, mm -hmm. you know, whatever urgent they care. Yeah, whatever the mm -hmm. urgent care, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, so I get there. The one time I don't take my wallet with me mm -hmm. because, you know, Jason's <laughs> yeah, the, got what, all what this. Gonna, yeah. yeah, I'm with. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So no they, chance you need it. So like. Well, you don't have an insurance card. You don't have your driver's license. We can't see you. I'm like, look at me. Yes. <laughs> so I said, how about I text Cheryl? She can take a picture, right? So I do that whole thing. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't know if we can take a photo. You know. <sighs> <laughs> like, please, ma'am, please. So they <laughs> so they see me, mm -hmm. and um, anyway, they take the X-ray, and they get they're cleaning me up. And the guy comes in. He says, okay, uh, you broke your wrist. And now mm -hmm. I'm going to give you some stitches. And I said, okay, great. And he said, uh, I'm going to numb you up. And so they, they, mm -hmm. they hit me with the lidocaine or whatever. And I've had stitches before, and it's, it's not that big a deal. Mm -hmm. And so I'm waiting for the numb, and they left the door open. And the physician's assistant is talking to the nurse, and they're talking about their Bitcoin trading <laughs> course incredible I shit you not i and, believe it and one of them said you know i got long last time at sixty thousand, and i watched it. it go all the way down to thirty thousand, yeah. and i hodled the thing yeah and thank yeah. god now yep. i'm back in i'm back in the Jeez. black so yeah um it's not uh it's not joe kennedy with the shoeshine boy but mm. it's yeah it's pretty close so i know um can i you mind if i shift no topics and puzzle no, somebody please. else for a while. Absolutely, yes. Okay, so um, just to say, we want to stay on top of things. There's this huge debate now about uh, inflation, right? And we're seeing it in many uh, goods everywhere. Not in necessarily a ton of services, although there's wage pressure in certain sectors. But uh, everyone's bitching about. The Fed's got to tighten. The Fed's got to tighten. And I saw today, apparently, uh, Bill Ackman, who I know a little bit and think very highly of, made a huge presentation to the Fed that not only should they taper the asset purchases right away, they should start raising interest rates. Wow. And um, so he made, I didn't bother reading it because he's made some great presentations. For instance, you may be familiar with his presentation about um, shorting the Hong Kong dollar years ago, which, well, that one didn't work. Um, but then there was the one he did about J.C. Penney. Oh, wait, uh, 0 for Stop. 2. Um, okay. Target. Mm -hmm. No, that one didn't work. Um, but he nailed the Herbalife. Oh, oh hang on. Herbalife, um, wow. <laughs> you could have stopped at J.C. Penney. <laughs> you had me at hello? Oh, geez. So, um, I didn't know the Hong Kong dollar, but geez, yeah, once you had once you hit pennies, I knew where you were going. All um, right. Well. And, and by the way, billionaire, great guy, philanthropist, mm -hmm. father, husband, mm -hmm. the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Terrific mm -hmm. guy, great business partner, but mm -hmm. you know, he's making an argument. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is why I am not so anxious about the inflation thing. Okay. Uh, first of all, we have rates at uh, the, the zero bound, right? And as we said last week, if the economy rolls over, where are they going to go? That's number one. Um, number two, and, and this is uh, not up on the website, but I'll try and 
uh, remember to get it up there over the weekend. Um, there's a, a page on Bloomberg which shows yields in the market today and the, in the bond market today and what the bond market is predicting for yields in the future. And those are called forward rates. Okay. So um, basically, the bond market is telling you not only what a rate's going to be today, they're going to tell you what rates are going to be 30 years from now. Mm-hmm, now, mm-hmm. They, may, they may be wrong. Right, of course. But, but everyone could be wrong. Mm-hmm. But this is what the collective consciousness of the market mm-hmm. thinks. Okay. Now, I tried using initially the LIBOR curve, but we don't do LIBOR anymore. So I looked at the OIS curve, the uh, overnight index swap curve, which I'm not that comfortable with yet. So I went with the US Treasury curve, which okay. before Kevin and uh, Edward and all my friends yell at me how that's the wrong curve to use. I know, but I'm working with what I got here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the best curve to use for this, but it's what I'm going with. I went out, and the highest rate I could find over the next 60 years is 2.47%. Come on. I'm telling you. And you can trade those rates just like you can today trade the rate today. Yep. You can trade the five-year rate five years from now mm-hmm, if you mm-hmm. want. And you say, well, yep. that rate's too high or that rate's too low. That's yeah, why yeah. for at the moment, those rates are right. Okay. Yeah. So if you're so worried about inflation, wow. okay, and, and this is goes into, um, and this is a little bit of marketing. When I sell my cocktail party bullshit t-shirts, Okay. Mm-hmm. If you're going to go to the Federal Reserve and tell them inflation's going to be rampant and they should start tightening, you should go out and you should start banging out the five year, five year forward at uh, 197 because mm. you're going to make a shit ton of money. Yeah. Right. Because if inflation's 4%, yeah. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, so uh, that's number one. Number two, the short term rate is 0% or five basis points, or pick a number, yeah, zero whatever to 25. Whatever it is, yeah, okay. zero. Okay. The 30-year bond yields 193, 194. Okay. If inflation picks up and the Fed takes the funds rate up to 2%, the 30-year rate is going to drop. Because all people are doing now is talking about Mm-hmm tapering yep, and the 30-year rates dropping because the market is anticipating slower growth and lower inflation. And now that's collectively the central bank runs that? The, the forward rates? Mm-hmm. No, the market. Okay. That's everybody who trades. Yep. That's their vote. Yep. Okay. And their vote means their position, not... What 60, I, within 60 years, you said what? What was the number it took you? Four, 2.47. That's the highest rate I could find anywhere in the next 60 years. Yeah. Yeah. And unlike Tether, I'm willing to show people how I got these numbers off of, off of freaking Bloomberg. So, um, and remember, I'm no good at math. So can you imagine what somebody who's good at math could do? Can you explain to me what was going on with the bonds this week? With yeah, know, yeah, historic stuff. No, but no. Well, let me back up. You had an unusual circumstance. Okay. At one point during the week, where the the two year note went down in price, and the thirty year bond went up in price. Usually, the market moves in the same direction, and mm-hmm. one may move at a different rate than another, but you saw a number of the foreign central banks, Canada, uh, Australia. Um, I think uh, Bank of England is making some noise. I don't mm-hmm. know that they did anything. But the short rates of these three countries went up a great deal. Uh, 
in the neighborhood of 50 to 100 basis points. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So people over here mm -hmm. are thinking that gives the Fed cover to become more aggressive about removing the accommodation. Okay. So a number of people felt inflation, inflation, inflation. They should have on what's called the curve trade being long twos, threes, fours, short sevens, tens, twenties, and thirties, thinking the curve's going to steepen. And when these foreign central banks started uh, tightening, uh, it forced these, you know, yield curve speculators to start unwinding their positions. Uh -huh. And, uh, you know, it was everyone trying to get through uh, the, the door of the yeah. theater because somebody yep. yelled fire. Um, so the markets, now keep in mind, I'm just sitting here looking, right? Um, but I can tell you, I've been doing it long enough that there's no liquidity in the marketplace. And so... Uh, we're in a bull market and, uh, everybody loves a bull market. They're fantastic. Right. But they don't last forever. Okay. And, uh, I don't know that I can back this up, but my gut tells me that typically market sell-offs in equities are caused by the fed removing accommodation. And the Feds, they're they're going right. Adamant, they're, yeah. I mean, it's just the the people have painted them in a corner, and it's inflation, 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 and uh, so we're going to see what happens. So the Madoff thing got discovered because we were in a bear market, right? Stock prices were going down, and people were trying to redeem. And that's when everything happened. Okay. So, um, and I'm not picking on you. I, I'm asking for you to remember something because I think it's instructive. You were trading with one of those apps, right? I don't mm -hmm. know if it was Robinhood or E-Trade. Okay. Yeah. And didn't it lock up or something? Oh, no, that was Coinbase. Coinbase okay. so locked talk, up. Talk to me about that. Tell me about that experience. Oh, what do you want to know? I mean, just imagine your computer doesn't work. It doesn't respond. Um, okay. Well, and that, walk me, walk me through the day. I, it was pretty, pretty basic. I said, I'm going to put money into Coinbase. So I put a million dollars into Coinbase. All okay. right. And yeah. I bought, I think it was, I, I bought Bitcoin, you know, it was like intro, introduction to crypto. So I went with the, I said, you know, I'm not going to mess around with this funny stuff. I'm going to get with Bitcoin's legit. You know, there's an okay. ATM, you know, Bitcoin. Right. I bought the Bitcoin and then I bought the ether. I don't know. A week later, something happened. I don't know if it was going up or it was going down. And I tried to trade it and my account was non-responsive. I couldn't log in. Okay. I couldn't log out. I sent an email to me, quote unquote, tech support. And and the whole time I'm watching, I'm watching all the, all the screens and watching what's the, the price action. And I could do nothing for probably, I want to say it was like two days. All right. Okay. And all I could think about was you saying, if I told Cheryl, my million dollars was gone, I just can't do it. You know, and I hadn't told my wife. She has no idea. Um, right. And as soon as it unlocked it, I, I took everything out immediately. So how, out. how did that 48 hours feel? Oh, it's the worst. Oh, I mean, it's the it's the stages. It's like someone dying. Okay. You go through the stages of grief. I literally. The Elizabeth okay? Kubler-Ross? Um, yeah, whatever it is. It's anger, denial, um, bargaining. Do you know, uh, I, do you know I, I knew her growing up? Did you really? <laughs> I should you not. Of course. Is that explains a lot. It, it fucking explains a lot, doesn't oh, it? Yeah. I used to play with her son, John, and she had a two-seater Mercedes, and I would sit <sighs> in the back little thing without a seatbelt. <laughs> of course. Um, anyway, so what? this is what I want to circle back to. So you went two days, right? Oh, yeah, easily. some amount of yep. your net worth. Mm -hmm. what, what percentage of your net worth? I put a big chunk. It was probably 10% at that point. Okay. Broke so, all the rules. Okay. So you had 10% and yep. now you can't get to it. Yep. And on a scale- On of, an app. On an app. And I, you can't talk to a human. Right. You know? Okay. Right. 
Okay. Oh, so Morris, sk- I sent them a message. This is how pathetic. I hate to admit this. I sent them like a direct message on Twitter. I'm, you know, <laughs> hi, I'm a user. You know, this is this is Liam checking in on account number one, two, three. Could you let me in, please, so I can get my my money out? <laughs> Morris, you can go on tonight, and all you have to do is like click on Coinbase support, and it's still there's a thousand people a day verbatim what happened to me this is like I don't okay. know, two, okay. two, two years ago okay so let me tell you i had a similar experience okay <sighs> so i think it's 2008 all right wow. okay. and uh we did a very large trade i would say i'm guessing it was probably half a billion dollars and it was an unwind meaning i was mm-hmm, taking mm-hmm. a trade off so we called to bulge bracket A, bulge bracket B, and bulge bracket C. Now, I had originally done the trade with A, okay? So we called A for a price, and of course, they figured we'd had to take it off with them, so they gave us a suck-ass price. Mm-hmm. Then we called B, and that price was better, but we checked C, okay? Now, these are all household names, yep. okay? So C had the best price. So I said, okay, they're done. So now I have one side of the trade on with C and one side of the trade on with A. So in theory, I'm flat the market, right? But I have counterparty risk, meaning I, I've got a trade on with C and I got a trade on with A and all they know is, is, is MB's in the middle, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you do these swaps, what you could do would be you would say, okay, C, I'm going to take me out of the middle and I'm going to put you with A. And, and they call that novating a swap. Okay. On this day, and I have witnesses, C said to us, we will not take A's name, meaning they won't trade with A. Mm-hmm. That means to me, A is now bankrupt. Wow. So I'm sitting on a trading floor with billions of dollars of of positions. And now I think one of the major investment banks in the world is bankrupt. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jesus. Uh, you live through an experience like that, okay? Um, you, you tend to be a little bit cynical about these things when – some fucknut in the NASA Bahamas tells you you're good. It's yeah. completely backed by, you know, treasuries. Oops, it, treasuries and commercial paper. Oops, treasuries, commercial paper, and um, intercompany, intercompany transactions. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Yeah. So anyway, you, you, I'm completely willing to have everybody – throw the flag at me and say, you know, enough. And that's, that's fine. And uh, I'm willing to accept it. But uh, I just felt like I was starting to doubt myself and doubt myself and doubt myself. And no. I did, I think I told you this. Dude, all you have to do is read. <laughs> just, just, just take a, take a couple minutes to do some reading. Okay. All he has to do is read. That's it. <laughs> all you have to do is just do your own yeah. research. Yeah. Take a little quiet time at night and and scroll through and read. And if you if you don't see any red flags, God bless you. I, on your way. I said, I said, place it on Lucky Dan. That horse is gonna <laughs> run second. Move, moving on. Okay. Tesla. Um, uh, no. Um, this is actually some uh, kind of interesting stuff. Once again, free plug because I'm a fully paid subscriber, but this GaveCal IS, this shit's good. This guy's good. Yep. And um, this one he just came out with, and I want to sort of cut to the – I'm going to give you the Reader's Digest version of this thing. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the consequence of this is I believe what this gentleman is saying is because bond yields have declined so much, many of these foreign investment vehicles have been taking the dollars that they accumulate by international trade, mm-hmm. and they've stopped buying fixed income, 
and they've been buying stocks. So one example here is the uh, Norge Bank Investment Management. That's Norway's investment pension fund. Okay. The biggest and best in the world? I, I don't know if they're, they may be the biggest. I think they have $1.4 trillion. Yeah. Well, okay, once again, sources believed sure. to be reliable. Okay, according to uh, Gabe Cal IS, this is their largest holdings, okay? Top, top 10, Apple, Microsoft, Alphabet, a.k.a. Google, Amazon, Facebook. Mm -hmm. They changed their name, but I don't care. They're, please, they're Facebook. Please, okay. please. So of the top 10 holdings, five are in the U.S. Then there's Nestle in Switzerland, Taiwan Semiconductor. Mm -hmm. I guess that's in Taiwan. Um, Roche Holdings, that's a drunk company. ASML Holdings in the Netherlands. I don't know what that is. Maybe it's an energy company. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And then uh, Tencent Holdings in China. Oh, Tencent. So, Jeez. So of their top 10, the top five are in the U.S., mm -hmm. right? And then when you go and you look, and once again, I, I, I'm not a stock guy, but I think like the price to book ratio in the U.S. is something like twice is what it is in Europe. So um, I, I just think we have a lot of things going on here, which appear to me to be quite stretched. And once again, uh, um, I'm having uh, my worst year ever, down about 6%. Um, you may have seen uh, Chris Rokos uh, is down 20%, so I don't feel so terrible because um, he's a really smart guy. Uh, I mean that he's he's smart yeah. guy. Um, uh, but what I did was I went back and I looked at my trading record, okay? Because I, you know, I'm kind of neurotic and uh, maybe more than kinda. But 2005, 2006, I had very very modest years. 2007 was epic. Okay. Killed it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what did we have? I was kind of looking what was going on and I was early, right? 1999, very mediocre year. Mm -hmm. 2000, crushed it. Wow. Same thing. And, uh, you know, maybe this time is different. Um, we're never going to, we're never going to be able to get to it. Entire and it's entirely, but I desperately want to at some point. And so on that um, that uh, web page I put up, mm -hmm. um, there's a, a bunch of stuff up there. But but one thing I want to start with is uh, the notion of what the intelligentsia call a stochastic process. Stochastic process. When uh, I'm talking to you like you're five, it's it's random. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what's what's more random than flipping a coin, right? Yep. Okay. So when you ask somebody if you flip a coin ten times, what do you expect the outcome to be? You're probably I'll 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 answer that way. I don't put you under the gun. You'd say, well, you know, it'd probably be five heads, five tails, or four heads, mm. six tails, or six four tails. six. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And you would say, well, why do you think that? And you would say, well, it's 50-50. And the law of large numbers says that if you flip a coin a bunch of times, it should be 50-50. Okay. Well, the law of large numbers is, is right. But we don't deal in the law of large numbers. Okay. We deal in what's called the weak law of large numbers. Okay. Why is this important? It's important because you can get... Even a stochastic process, even a random process, can vary a tremendous amount of way in, quote, the short run versus the long run. So there's a chart there, and I don't have it up in front of me, and I'm not touching the fucking keyboard because mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. how that goes, right? So they flip a coin 
200 times, 300 times, 1,000 times, 3,000 times, 10,000 times. And you see over the 10,000 flips how often you move away from 50-50 to the point that the least likely place you would expect to be is 50-50. Mm -hmm. Okay. So why is that? Why is that important? Okay. It's important because all of these models in, have embedded in them this notion of the stochastic process. Uh, I think what I'd like to do, because I don't want to get half-cocked on this thing, is um, I'd like to kind of end that subject here for the night. We can keep talking about some stuff. But um, the reason I want to come back to this is because there's a second chart up there, which is a Bloomberg chart, which shows the S&P index for the last 20 years. That's one of the, that's the chart. And then there's a yellow line, which shows the 200-week moving average of the S&P index. And you will see to the untrained eye that for most of the time, it hovers around the moving average. For very brief periods of time, it diverges. But ultimately, it migrates back to the, the moving mm -hmm. average. So, uh, like I said, I'd like to do a better job explaining it. But what I'd like to do next week, if you'll have me back on the show, is... Uh, <laughs> Bring Sorry. your sponsors. <laughs> is uh, try and explain why the coin flipping thing applies in my mind to the way the stock market moves and why a lot of these stars are lining up for me in terms of whether it's uh, manias with Bitcoin, the speculation with um, uh, the Robin Hood, the meme stocks. If you look at what I just said, you have a huge amount of money that should be earmarked for fixed income that's going into equities. So you have a lot of good news priced in. Keeping in mind, I'm the first one to admit I, I want to buy the market. I, I really, I, I do. I just freaking missed it. And it's, you know. What are you waiting for? I'm waiting for some mean reversion, meaning coming back to the average. And uh, fuck it, you know, I, I'll wait. Um, everything else I have, you know, my real estate's going up, as you've noticed. Mm -hmm. um, even the real estate in New York, which, you know, we had that whole debacle with people not paying and we couldn't rent an apartment, we're 100% full. We have yeah. stuff coming open up in December, which is already... In contract. Yep. yep okay. Yep. The uh, the uh, knock on wood. The um, the retailers who are behind in rent. We've got a plan all worked out with them. We got all the rent coming back in. So I mean, the rest of the stuff for me is working fine. And the fact that I miss the stock market, I uh, it's that's the life I choose. So um, so I don't know. You feel better? Yeah. I feel much better. You sound better. <laughs> I got it off my no, chest. I was going to say, good. I got it off my fucking chest. And, um, you know, I've talked to a this couple. This is going to be a long winter of, of watching crypto commercials on TV. Don't it's care. going to be brutal. Don't buddy. care. I'm, no, I'm, I know. For me, it's amusing. The, but the sun, there's sun here. It's sunny here. I know. <laughs> please don't rub it they in. They have it's cheeseburgers. Like, oh, please. Can I, can I, can I, before we go, can I, cause I'm, the thing that bothers me, okay, is that I, that no matter what, no matter how far I try to get away from it, is I'm still exposed to all of that by default through my 401k, my daughter's 529b, yeah. through everything that's, that is involved. Yes. Like, like you, when you rattled off those, those holdings, I wouldn't own Facebook if you put a gun to my head, okay? I wouldn't touch that with a 10 cent. Not with a gun to my head, okay? 
Okay. I loathe all that stuff, but I have it's uh, you know I can't I can't call up my four hundred one k and say you know get me out of Facebook. Um, but so I, I have I'm stuck with it. So I, I yeah. you know I, I I'm exposed to it. I don't have a choice. How many millions of people are like that? You know where there's well, yeah. But if you're in a plan, right? You're you're probably in something that is a broad based index. Oh yeah, Vanguard total stock market. Yeah, that's what it and, is. And uh, I mean, look, if I was forty. And I was a guy that had a career, not a trader. I would be just putting money in on a regular cycle. And when the price went down, I'd be hamburger, right? I like hamburger, so I get Mm -hmm. more hamburger. Mm -hmm. Um, For me, you know, I'm 61. You know, I'm lucky when I wake up in the morning and I got time to fart around with this shit. But, uh, you know, I, I I do believe over long periods of time, you know, in large cap stocks, you're going to get eight to ten percent. But if you buy it on day X, and the next year it's down twenty two percent, it's going to be a while before you can start digging out, right? And but it will. But yep, that's but, like you said, it but will. You got to. You got to go through that emotion, mm-hmm. and um, we did a whole uh, we did a whole episode on emotion, right? Um, I mean, it's, yeah, I'm gonna have to go through my wife's emotion if she listens to this show because she's gonna find out I uh, put a large on the crypto casino, and uh, it was gone for a couple days. So um, while I'm here, can I plug her restaurant, my lovely wife? Sure. <laughs> Vintage 1891 kitchen Whoa. in large font. All right. Oh, finally. finally. Episode she, 40. Right. Now that I spilled the beans about gambling on Coinbase, um, she's not going to be happy about that. So I'll plug your restaurant, dear. Um, vintage 1891 kitchen in Larchmont, New York. The food's All great. Right? The food's great. I love so it. If you there. need dinner in Lower Westchester, go down, go down and eat at her place. All right. Thank you. Um, we, I love you, dear. I got the money back. Okay. The money's back. All right. <laughs> It was briefly gone. And let me tell you, if I had left it alone, okay. Well, yeah, yeah, if. Yeah. I just want to, I just want to, just so you know, the if, mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, forgive me when I say this, okay? Because you know how fond I am of you, okay? Mm-hmm. Your call on Tesla hasn't been so good. Hey, 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 I didn't put a time on that. No, okay? well, you know, but your your price is 200, right? <laughs> it's getting there. Okay, yeah. Just give it yeah, time. It's just getting there the Did wrong you, way. No, I'm not. You can't, don't start this at 58 minutes, okay? I know. <laughs> trust me. That bothers me, too. You don't think that bothers me? You don't think that drives me insane, Morris? It, I, it, I, it I, makes I, me crazy. My, you know how it is. You, you're in the same boat. I, you I you understand. I, I, I do. Why I bring it up, okay? Eight thirty in the morning, you bring it up on my way to work, and I, I got to get me all fired up about we, it. <laughs> we we have to be honest about you know not everything that we you know shoulda coulda woulda right. Oh, the 100%. tendency is to remember the good things, mm-hmm. and I'm I you know I, I'm not saying it to make you feel bad or embarrass you. I mean nobody talks about how many things they fucked up more than me, but. Uh, you know, it's easy to remember the things that were good. And oh, uh, no, and, I'm the opposite, you know. man. See, that's funny because I'm, I could tell you every single loser. Really? Oh, stuff that I got rid of. Oh, please. That's like my favorite game to, oh, please. You, you, Regeneron. You ever heard of Regeneron? <laughs> I, I know, I know them. <laughs> I, I met them. Um, they're really Jeez. nice people. Harriet Schleifer <sighs> and Len Schleifer, you know, is, Okay. Yeah, they live in White Plains. Yeah, they're building a a campus in White Plains. They're basically. they're 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 lovely people. Amazing. They're philanthropic. Yes. Oh, this it's tears amazing. my heart out. It's this amazing. Oh, so that's an example of a stock that I wouldn't, I couldn't buy because I. And don't get me wrong, I'm not going to tell you I'm asshole buddies with them, but we know each other, but. Okay, so I buy Regeneron stock at 100, it goes to 400, and all of a sudden, you know, Kintanti yeah, yeah. and Pocahontas want to know, finger, right, yeah. I'm just, fuck it. I just, Jeez, Janet just, Yellen wants to know about your $600. By the way, before we go, did you see this comment Jen Yellen made? 
I just get this. Get this. Just just before, I want. I want to close with this. Treasury Secretary Yellen says spending bills will be anti-inflationary, lowering import costs. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Janet. So, so, just want to make sure I got this right. How does that work? <laughs> when you increase demand, the price goes down. Yeah, got it. This is the Treasury Secretary of the United States oh, of America. Stop. All right. Listen, we got to go because uh, Fish is taking the stage, and uh, I don't want to. I don't want to miss. By the way, how do you think this is going to go over with Cheryl? That I've been in here with you for an hour, and I'm going to go turn on the the couch tour. <laughs> Vintage 1891 Kitchen is the name of my wife's restaurant. Tell Cheryl I said hello. You have a nice night, my friend, and I'll talk to you next week. Okay. Take care. Cheers. Yep.